Welcome to the Campus Women's Ministry Podcast. This ministry is devoted to producing women after God's own heart and interceding for the society around us. Listen as Prophetess Zipporah Crown shares insight into God's way. I pray this podcast ministers to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord again. It's good to come your way today with yet another message on women. We are looking at women from God's perspective. What does the Bible say about women? We are not talking about traditional and cultural beliefs or practices. We are looking at God's original intent for women. And that's what we as Christians should be working towards. Our aim is to please God in all things. And that is what we want. We study the word of God so that we may know God's will and do it. The Lord Jesus told us to pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God desires that all things that we do on earth align with what is in heaven, either practice or decreed. Amen. So today we continue our studies on the woman. In the last video, we looked at two questions. Why the man was created first or why the woman was created after the man? And we said it was because Adam was typical of the Christ. And the Bible says Christ is the firstborn of our creation. Christ is head of all things. And the Bible says he must have preeminence in all things. So it follows that logically that he should be created first. And then we ask the next question. So why would God not use clay to create another entity, another man? human being but he chose to use material from the man's body and we said it was to create a physical bond between them the bond of one flesh male and female sharing one body and we said that attraction is sex and the authorization to join together to become one flesh is marriage amen so god created them from one body in order to create marriage and we saw that in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. And also in Ephesians 5, it says in Genesis, said, therefore, and we said that therefore denotes that there was something foregoing because of the things that have happened before or because of the foregoing. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they too shall become one flesh. Then the next verse says, the man and his wife were naked. They were both naked and were not ashamed. Hallelujah. So today we want to answer the third of the four questions. That is, why was the material taken from the man's side? Why did God take the material to create the woman from the side of the man and not from any other part of his body? He could have chosen a piece of bone from his head from his legs his fingers there are so many bones on the fingers he could have gotten one from there why the side why the side and so we want to go and look at the concept of the side there are parallels in the bible concerning the side and one of such passages we find is in second corinthians chapter number six starting at the verse 14. Someone may think, really? Yes, it is. 
We are talking about yoking and animals are yoked side by side. Yokes are placed side by side. When you harness horses to a chariot, it can be one in front of the other. But when you yoke, a yoke is born on the neck side by side. Hallelujah. So we want to see where this leads us. So verse 14 of 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And I read all the way to the 18th verse. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that is a believer with an infidel? Verse 16 says, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And will be a father, sorry. Wherefore, verse 17, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord. So this is a passage on the yoke. That is the dynamics of the side, side by side. It's a very clear cut. It says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Other versions translate it, do not be mismated. And we know that marriage can be a man and his mate. Do you understand? Do not be mismated. Do not be unequally yoked. So there is a yoking concept in the creation of male and female. That is where God makes them joint heirs, joint partners, co-rulers. And you know that the king and the queen sit side by side. They don't sit one behind the other. So the concept of a yoke clearly also defines, can describe the concept of marriage. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. The principle is embedded in that, that God took material from the man's side to create the situation of a yoked relationship. And this, the side is the dynamics of the marriage. And the side is a place of, let's see what the yoke, what the yoke causes. Let's see the dynamics of the yoke or the consequences of yoking. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath unrighteousness with has righteousness with unrighteousness. So we see the very first thing God wanted for the marriage is that there will be fellowship. God took material from the man's side to create the woman so that in their relating together as husband and wife, there would be fellowship. It would be natural for them to fellowship together because a yoke binds together in fellowship. Amen. And then God... The passage also says, what and what communion have light with darkness? So the side creates communion. It's a common union of two bodies. The side creates communion. God took material from the man's side, not from his head, not from his fingers, not from his toes, 
not from any other part except the side, because he wanted to evoke this principle of the side into the marriage, into their relationship. So a yoke puts you side by side, and that creates what? Joint fortunes. You are yoked together. Fellowship. You are yoked together for communion. You have a common union, common grounds for doing anything. Then the next thing, verse 15 says, And what concord hath Christ with Belial? What concord? In other words, agreement. What concord? Agreement. So what agreement? So the yoke, what? Imposes agreement. If you don't agree, then you can't work together. Once you are yoked together, whether you, are, you like it or not, you must agree to move together. Otherwise, you will not achieve anything. So God took material from the side so that there would be agreement. There would be fellowship. Yes, there would be fellowship. There would be communion, a common union, to create a common union. And then there would be concord, agreement. Hallelujah. Then it continues, for what part has he that is a believer with an unbeliever? In other words, what partnership, part? It means they, are, they have parts in what is going. So the yoke creates partnership. Partnership. So marriage was meant to be what? Partnership. From the side, God was creating a partnership. He said to them, God bless them, have dominion, subdue, rule. So partnership, each one has a part to play in God's agenda. Partnership. The woman has a part to play. The man has a part to play. The husband has a part to play. A wife has a part to play. So the side creates partnership. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Let's look at verse 16. It says, What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. So what harmony? How can you harmonize God and Satan's temple? The yoke puts the obligation. The side obliges you to live together in harmony. Because your fortunes are joined you, the bar is across the neck of both of you. And to digress a little, if the man is the head, the body, the woman, the church, or the church is the body, then what is the yoke? The neck, sorry. The neck links the head and the body. The head cannot exist apart from the body. Neither can the body exist apart from the neck. Once you cut the head, the neck, if you want to decapitate, it's the neck you cut, not the head. You cut the neck. If you want to break the marriage, what do you? So the neck here is serving as a covenant. It is the bond and the covenant that joins the head with the body. And God will put that. If you touch the covenant, both of them will suffer. In the same way, the yoke is placed on the neck of the two people. It is a covenantal position. So God took material from the side to create a covenantal relationship. And in that covenant, there should be fellowship, there should be harmony, 
There should be a common union. There should be partnership. There should be agreement. Hallelujah. So these are the dynamics of the marriage relationship. And the side, finally, is a place of affection. The side is a place of affection. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. His banner over me is love. Male and female stand side by side before God in fellowship, in harmony, in communion, in partnership, and in affection. Hallelujah. So when Paul talks about the broken side in Ephesians, he says, I'm talking about a man and his wife. But in reality, I'm talking about Christ and the church. Why? Christ also side was pierced his blood and water flew poured out and from that the church came forth it's the same idea adam's side was pierced and material was taken to create the woman christ's side was pierced what came forth blood and water is atoned for our lives to create the church so the idea of the side it's not just a redundant or idle idea. It is prophetic of the quality and the nature of the relationship that should exist between a man and his wife. A, a relationship of fellow feeling, common union, fellowship, fellow feeling, fellowship, harmony, communion, agreement, and love. That is affection. Hallelujah. That is why God took material from the side of the man and not from any other part of the body. The side denotes the idea of a yoke. And the yoke also creates these dynamics. The yoke creates fellowship. The yoke creates communion. yoke creates harmony. The yoke creates agreement. And the yoke creates what affection endearment hallelujah when people hold sides people who love parents where there's love they hold hands side by side and go together that is fellowship that is communion that is harmony that is agreement and that is a sign of affection. Hallelujah. So God took material from the side of the man in order to release these virtues or these forces or these dynamics into the marriage relationship, into their relating to one another. So marriage, if you want to look for a partner, you are looking for a spouse, you want to go to God's shopping list. You must test. Will this yoke fit? Is this person suitable for me to be yoked together with? Thank you for listening to this message. Journey with us, read our daily posts, and connect with us on our other social media platforms as we study God's way and get to know his perspective on human issues. Until next time, stay blessed.